3: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the second guest show. I'd like to tell you, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby bear we're live at the Silver Slipper Casino, beachside right here in Hancock County, Mississippi. Come on by and visit us. Bobby J. and I will be here until 6 30 tonight. And then at 6:30 will be the Saints coaches show with Mike Hawes hosting along with Saints head coach Dennis Allen. And his guest tonight will be assistant offensive line coach Kevin Carberry. And then at 7:30 tonight. So,
4: wait, so why are we talking to the assistant offensive line coach? Well, yeah. What about Doug Marone? Why don't we talk to the you offensive t- line coach? You talked to Doug Marone coach? already? Did you no, talk I talked to him in August. Oh, okay. okay. You know, in, in training camp and all, because, um, um, you know, Doug and I got way back. It. You know, Doug and I go back and so, say, you know, what well, well, that's garbage. Are uh, you going to throw us a bone with the assistant offensive line assistant coach?
3: Assistant offensive line Man,
4: coach. Man, he's just uh, trying to get along to get along. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, we need to know the offensive line coach. How about we get the defensive line coach uh, on the show because he don't get any sacks? How about that? Couldn't stop the run yesterday. Uh, uh, stop the run, get sacks. How about that? Come on. And then at 7.30
3: tonight, right here on the Big 870 and free on the Odyssey app, Monday night football, the Bears play the Vikings. Justin Jefferson will not play in this game. Again, he want to get fully healthy uh, for down the stretch. And
4: I get it. He don't have a new contract. No, I'm going to play if I get paid, and then then I'll uh, sacrifice, whatever. But uh, I don't know. Uh, Look, uh, it's like all of a sudden we need another bye week, all the players we have injured. Bobby, that list is long. And yesterday, I mean, just – So disappointing
3: because you had a game that you should have won. You had it in hand, 444 yards of total offense. The Falcons aren't good. No, Buck Ballou told me that. Michael, who's worse? I know the Falcons won, but, man, it's hard to tell one team from the other at this particular stage, and these might be the two teams fighting it out for the NFC South and a home game. Come playoff time.
4: Well, if the Saints want to get like, uh, look, uh, while we handle adversity, uh, we're going to beat the Lions, I would say, I'd be uh. shocked. I'd be shocked if they beat the Lions uh, come Sunday. Let me tell you why. The Lions got humbled by the Green Bay Packers. A divisional game, you know, when you look at Packers, Lions, Vikings, and all that, NFC North. So I- I'd be shocked if the Lions, they got humbled. And they lost in the trenches. They never lose in the trenches. I'd be shocked coming up this Sunday if the Lions don't kick our ass. Uh, I'm keeping it real. Now, you might say, oh, well, Bobby, what if we beat them? I don't know. It is the NFL. Everyone's getting paid. Are you a pro? Can you be a pro? I don't know that. But all I know is like Dennis Allen is a defensive coach, right? And uh, the Falcons. You might say, well, they're going to run the ball against us, right? You think they are. Uh, Did we stop the run? Uh, No, we did not stop the run. Okay, I'm going to give you some numbers here. Atlanta ran for 228 yards against the Saints Sunday. Easily uh, the most uh, the Saints have given up this season. But in fact, it was the most uh, the Saints have given up since the last time they played Atlanta. Atlanta. Uh, we gave up 231 yards in week, week 15 last year. Then you look, uh, then you look, you double down. The saints have now allowed. Now, again, it's not an opinion. This is what happened. The saints have now allowed 200 yards rushing in their past three meetings with the Falcons. <laughs> the past three meetings. So what if we play in the last game? You think they're not going to run the ball 30, 40 times, whatever? We can't stop him. And who's in charge of the defense? Dennis Allen. Come on, Dennis. Uh, right now, I look at Coach Allen. I think Coach Allen is the NFL coach. But is he a head coach? Maybe not. Uh, I don't know if he has the passion to be or the personality to be a head coach. I know Big Fangio. Big Fangio Wade Phillips. Two outstanding defensive coordinators in the National Football League. But do you have success as a head coach? They did not. So all of a sudden, Big Fangio is still in the NFL uh, with the Dolphins running the defense. You look at Wade Phillips, all the success he has as a a defensive coordinator, but not a head coach. That's a different animal. You have to be a Sean Payton-type personality to be a head coach in the NFL. Now, whether uh, Mickey Loomis... Or the Saints organization uh, can embrace that. Uh, I'm not in charge. The one thing Mickey Loomis has been in charge of the Saints basically for two decades. He had the lottery with Sean Payton and Drew Brees. But you look? It's always what have you done for me lately? Now, if you look at the players we've selected and how we're going to uh, solidify offensive line, do we have a dominant offensive line like the Lions? No. Man, I take the Falcons offensive line. Uh, 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 okay. So uh, when I look at that, now, you might say, well, he trusts Jeff Arlen. Well, Jeff Arlen was running the show with the Dolphins and he comes to the Saints. He had that magical draft. What it was, 2017? No, that that was magical. But other than that, who you paying and who you drafting, uh, I don't think we have – the alpha dogs that we need uh, throughout the team. Uh, You know who's the alpha dog? Let me tell you. Uh, Now, we might end up getting rid of him because he's outspoken, and you might be able to get some draft compensation for him is Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is telling you what's going on in that locker room. Okay, I'm going to go on to say this. If you look at uh, what the Saints and what Alvin Kamara said, he described this season as uh, being consistently inconsistent. Inconsistent. I- inconsistent. He's That's right re- about that. That's really the definition of a bad team. Now, when you think about that, so you ho-hum, oh, you're hovering around 500, but no, you're not winning anything. When you're paying Derek Carr all that money, didn't you think he was going to be the difference maker to help us win a championship? Not just to go to the playoffs, win the NFC South, which is the NFC doubt. I mean, you're not going to get an easier schedule than you had this year. I mean, it's not not going to happen. In our lifetime, you're not going to see this again. Ever. So so when I look at where the Saints are at right now, we're in purgatory, and we're trying to pray ourselves to heaven or something. (laughs) I mean, it's like we're not good enough, but we're not like the Panthers. (laughs) You know, the Panthers just uh, fired their coach. We'd almost uh, be in a better situation if we were like that versus like, oh, uh, look, uh, we still tied for first place in NFC South. Do you realistically think with the New Orleans Saints where we're at right now, we're going to win anything? Come on. Uh, 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 Do you think? That all of a sudden, when you watch the NFC, and who's representing the NFC, do you think we're on the level, the 49ers and the Eagles, and God forbid the damn cowgirls, uh, we're not on that level. We are not there right now. That's what's so frustrating. Listen, Dennis Allen is an NFL coach, but I don't know if he's a head coach. There's a difference. There's a difference.
3: It's playing it? to the big room instead of the smaller room. Uh, and get people motivated uh, that's a big jump no matter who you are to be an assistant coach to jump up to be a head coach that's how you a big ha- how difference. you handle
4: adversity uh, everyone you can hate on Sean Payton and do this or that and everything look at the Broncos you thought they were down and out and in a state of funk you thought they were gone look at the Broncos what have you done for me lately you don't think Sean Payton makes a difference hello come on come on uh, but with Russell Wilson and all that, how you motivate them, uh, look where the Broncos are at right now. Let me tell you, they played the Browns. The Browns got the best defense in the NFL. Uh, look at the final score. They got score. humble justice. And look at the final score. They got humble justice. Now, I- I'm not taking anything away from Drew Brees because I think uh, it's a combination of the quarterback and the head coach. But do you think Derek Carr and Dennis Allen were winning anything? I would say uh, no, but uh, hell no. That ain't happening. And, again,
3: what Bobby talked about this morning, Mr. Tepper, who's uh, worth, I think, $22 billion. He don't know football. And his deal it. is, in my other businesses, I get all of a sudden success. How come I'm not getting success here in the NFL? So,
4: what do he do, fire four coaches Fr- in Frank five Wright?
3: years? Frank Wright, <laughs> he fires him, he fires McCown, the quarterback coach. Man, he just sort of cleaned house offensively. He's the one that wanted Bryce. And he wanted Bryce. And you know what? That guy in, in, with the Texans, he's really good. And y'all, we had, they hired a defensive coach. Why is C.J. Stroud so
4: much better than Bryce Young today? That's why you look how quickly you can turn around if you make the right decision. Look at the Houston Texans right now versus the Saints. And as far as hope, with a fan base, you always want hope. Who has more hope right now, the Houston Texans, than or the New Orleans Saints? You would say to Texas. Now, they lost to the Jaguars, but look how competitive they were. And the and Jaguars
3: whether, are a good football team, right. too. <laughs> they yeah, really are. Uh, exactly. And I think Trevor Lawrence was, man, all this talk about uh, I'm not a really good quarterback and all that stuff on C.J. Stroud. Yeah, he's a good player, but I am, too. And you, he watched it yesterday. We'll be back with more second guests right after this break here on the Big 870 WWL. Call from Mom.
0: Answer it. Back here on the second
3: guest show, Mike, to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Aver, live from the Silver Slipper Casino, Beachside, in Hancock County, Mississippi. We're going to go to our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line. We're going to go to David and Biloxi. David, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Hey, how are y'all doing? All right, Dave. Well, look, that
5: game yesterday, I got sick to my stomach watching that. Five times in the red zone, and you get five, you get you get field goals, fifteen yeah. points field goals. I don't really think it was the defense. The defense got gashed, but if we would have scored at least two touchdowns, we would have won the game. I mean, they got to come up with some different plays in the end zone and throw that ball in the end zone instead of them check downs. That's like what that's what Carr does. He's like a special ed quarterback or something. I mean, he does not use his brain. Either him or Allen won. It's just crazy, you know. I'm going well, to the well. Lions game. I got three tickets I bought last year, and it's all I can do to go. Cost right. eight hundred and something dollars for three tickets, and me and my girlfriend and my son's going. But I'm telling you, I don't look for a win. I mean, I hope they can beat them, but I don't know.
4: Well, the, the only thing is, I, I wish on Thanksgiving that, uh, they that Detroit would have won. They would have beat the Packers. <laughs> yeah. uh, You're catching them
3: in a foul mood now. Yeah,
4: they, they got humbled and they didn't win in the trenches, and they always win in the trenches. So I, I think they're going to be ready to respond. Now, uh, you know, uh, the Saints got punching them out. Uh, Detroit got punching them out. What's going to so occur? So who responds? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say that uh, because it's a shame that the games we've won is against teams who are losing records or are in last place. Well, uh, Detroit's a winner this season. So uh, that but, would be a monumental upset right now if we beat the Lions. But down, I, I the, think, but down
3: the stretch, who has a winning record on this schedule?
4: N- nobody. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, No, I mean, other than Detroit. Yeah, if you go after that, Detroit. That's the then, only team. Come on, we play in the Panthers and the Giants? France? I mean, the Giants played and the, the Bucks g- again and, well, and the well, Falcons well, well, again. Well, the Giants played a game; it was ten to seven. What is this, nineteen sixty? <laughs> I mean, the score was ten to seven. You got to be kidding! me. And Danny DeVito's brother. Yeah, yeah. end up with a W on that. <laughs> well, uh, the, the only team that, um, and he's supposed to be the world's greatest coach ever. It just shows you what Tom Brady meant to him. Uh, the Patriots. Oh, we shut out the Patriots. The Patriots are garbage. And they're just look at New England, <laughs> Mike. They, they go with the, the one-two quarterback punch, and the quarterback gets uh, benched every other game. I mean, that—that's what it seems like. Yeah, Mac
3: Mac Jones is not the guy. And um, Bob, no matter what, I know they signed him to an extension, but I can't see Bill Belichick returning uh, to New England in, in 2024. That—that that, I mean, the fan base there. Man, you think over here they spoiled? Just think if you were a New England Patriots fan, all those years of winning championships, and now back-to-back losing seasons, and the way it ends now, and do you see light at the end of the tunnel?
4: No, no, no. Not Uh, for
3: nothing.
4: Yeah, nothing close. And when you when you look at where the Saints were at, uh, you know, um, you know, I was excited because we uh, we went three and out, but we forced a three and out uh, by Atlanta. But after going three and out on their opening possession, that being the Saints, eight of the next nine Saints drives made it inside uh, Atlanta's 35-yard line. If, if you would just tell me that number, eight out of the next nine Saints drives made it inside the Atlanta 35-yard line, I'd say, oh, we probably scored high 20s, low 30s. No, 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 we're not scoring 15. 15 points. F- 15 points. And you're going uh, basically Oprah in the red zone. Again, no, it doesn't matter is, if you put if up we're the We're repeating
3: yard. the same thing we've repeated basically all season long. They have not gotten it done in the red zone. Have not. There's a lot of different factors here. Your quarterback isn't playing well. The play calling is questionable. You're not utilizing some of the talent on your football team. Bottom line is that, that's just the case. And now you wiped out at receiver. No Michael Thomas. Chris Olave is hurt. Rashid Shahid's hurt. Uh, you might have to activate Jimmy Graham uh, to
4: play against the Lions. Well, uh, if you look at the receivers, who's available uh, right now? Now, you look, uh, Lave dealing with a concussion. Now, I don't know if it's uh, with Shahid, uh, a hamstring, hamstring or a, qu- injury. a quad injury, uh, quad, uh, a quadricep injury, whatever that might be. And you know, we all know Michael Thomas is out with that knee injury. We're going Lindbaum Jr., A.T. Perry, and Keith Kirkwood. And then you got Eric McCoy, the starting center with with a shoulder injury. Uh, So uh, so you had Max
3: Garcia playing. So so
4: you think we're going to hang with the Lions? No, No, that would be a monumental upset, I'm telling you. Let's go back to what
3: Oakwood is talking. Text line, Long Showman. Long Showman, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike.
6: Hey, Bobby and Mike. Thank you all for taking my call and, uh, of course, Mr. Charlie Long. And we always have a pretty uh, pretty cool conversation off the air. Uh I, I thought about this but I, I don't want I don't want Charlie to cut me off, but maybe we should just talk about where I'm playing this weekend, Bobby, instead of talking about the damn thing. Well,
4: the we'll talk about that. We'll
6: talk about that another day when I call in. Okay. <laughs> uh but Bob Spike and Bobby, I, I, <laughs> you had a last call talking about how sick he got. Yeah, you and a, you and a bunch of thousand more who that yeah, nation plenty uh, watching a team. That can't sniff the end zone. Uh, I don't know with a radar and, and a couple of the best DPSs on the market, and they just can't find the end zone. Now I am going to say something about the play call on that pick six. I don't understand that play call
3: in particular because, well, Alvin that, Alvin man, Alvin Jesse Gunnard Bates, Jesse Bates saw it on no, film. No, no, no. That's
4: man. not that's not Pete Carmichael's fault. Let me tell you why. If you, no, look at the, if you look at Derek Carr, he's staring at the he's slant route the down. whole time. So as an instinctive safety, like Bates is, I'm breaking on the ball. you got to be working. you got to move your head to make him go more to the left. Then you come back and throw the slant. He was staring you know, the I mean, whole I'm time, that. so, that, so that's when Bates broke like. on the ball and intercepted and took it to the house. And look, two plays. Okay, they
3: paid $44 million for Jesse Bates. They took a lot of criticism for it because most people, if you're going to spend that kind of money, you're spending it on a corner, not on a safety. Jesse Bates made two huge plays yesterday. One was the pick six. The other one, Taysom Hill is hauling tail and down And he field, it out. And he punches the ball out and forces the fumble. Well, now, both uh,
4: plays by Bates? Well, you'd have to say that's money well spent because he was a difference no. maker.
3: And another thing, Bobby,
6: Mike, uh, 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 Charlie took the words right out of my mouth. I was thinking to myself, as soon as I got in my truck heading home from work, and I said, I'm starting to think, why in the hell didn't we just keep Andy Dalton at this rate? Because we're paying this man $150 million to go out there and throw interceptions, and then he's running down the field for a first down, carrying the ball like he's like, I don't know what. <laughs> he hey, 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 hey,
0: oh, 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 was lucky.
4: Somebody might, somebody might hate on me and uh, don't like this. Derek Carr is not that much better than Andy Dalton. He, he, is, uh, uh, he, he, he is. He is. He's better. He is but a how little much better. better. No, he ain't no hundred-some-million better. No, there, there ain't no way. There ain't no, no way. way that, Hell, that he's better, that much better than Andy Dalton.
6: i go out there
4: and throw No, no, uh, listen.
6: For $250,000, you can throw interceptions.
4: Well, the one thing, Longshoreman, uh, Andy Dahl was a good dude, but Derek Carr is the poster child of how you do an interview and handle the media. Doesn't he sound like a positive individual? I mean, he's like unbelievable, great family man, a strong Christian man. We, we might take an atheist right now if he helps the Saints win. And they wouldn't care. As long as he's winning and we're uh, taking care of business, he might not be the most productive uh, citizen in society, but we're winning right now. Derek Carr is a good dude. He's a great dude, a good family man. But if you don't win, that don't mean jack. I'm telling you.
6: <laughs> I, 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 I'm all about that a good family man. But man, we need to win games. No, no it, you, hey, you, hey, hey, you it's a, a, pretty, a little bit better. Than
4: hey, this hey, 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 uh, uh, long it's a production business. You That's- play in the NFL. And it's They don't all, care about that other stuff. Uh, you you got to produce. You could be almost get thrown in jail and, and you're not uh, somehow you get off. But the team's winning. We overlooked that. But all of a sudden, you're an outstanding citizen. You ain't winning. They want to run you behind out of town. Come on. Thanks so much for the
3: call, Longshoreman. Appreciate it, bud. We'll be back with more second guess. Right after this break here on the Big 870 WWL. Here on the second guest show, Mike, to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, live from the Silver Slipper Casino, Beatside, right here in Hancock County, Mississippi. Let's go back to our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line. Let's go to Jimmy in New Orleans. Jimmy, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike.
5: Hey,
2: man, how you doing? Uh, all right, first Jim. Of all, first of all, I want to say, Bobby, you correctly right because nobody criticized the Saints the well, last year and a half I've been listening to this radio station and y'all don't criticize what's going on. You should have been got rid of Sean Payton Errol and Sean Payton quick where you decide to keep it and, and get the guy. Yeah, he's an NFL coach, but he's not a, a head coach. And right. Jerry Carr is a backup quarterback, just like James Wilson is a backup quarterback. And you guys, man, for some reason you don't you don't criticize what the Saints do. I think y'all all give a damn check ask Me, but Bobby today, you finally got got to talk your mind
3: now. I'm disappointed in all of y'all, man. The Saints the well, then I you mean, ain't you listening, do? Jimmy. We've, uh, we've been critical of the Saints day, because you want to hear what you want to hear. If you're saying we're not critical of the Saints, man, you're not listening right. You're not listening right.
4: No, I, I, I have said that the schedule is so easy. Shame on the Saints. Exactly. If they don't make the postseason. It does mean they're winning anything. I, I was like, we might be like a 2.0 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All of a exact sudden, same uh, type team. Even, even if uh, uh, some miraculous turn of events, uh, we close the season strong and we win the NFC South. That doesn't mean we're winning anything. So, Jimmy, you well, want us to say the Falcons are a great team. They're the not Bucks a are a great team. team. Come not, on, none of those
3: teams are good. The they, Panthers allows
4: it. The NFC South is Come the on. NFC South. Now, uh, are we on the level of the 49ers? The Eagles or the Cowgirls, I'd say no, no, but hell no. But uh, that's not, a cut, a big cut in the NFC
3: between yeah. the really good teams and the average or below average teams. And that's what you're in right now.
4: You're hey, in a hey, big group. Hey, listen, when we a lot of the media, you know, the media gets a hard uh, time about because, you know, you can look at, okay, are the Saints going to do anything? The reason why a number of people like myself and uh, the, they were saying – 10 11 wins, you know what? Because the schedule is garbage. <laughs> That's right. it, it, it's like garbage. It's like, how could we not win 10 or 11 games if we may be top 10 or top 12 amongst the best? So when we had hovering around 500, it looks like, I don't know, when all said and done, it might be 8 and 9, 9 and 8. I mean, uh, to me, that, that is, is that what you want to be? Uh, I would say no, but hell no. That's not it, your goal. It, is it all about winning championships? Uh, but uh, the, the one thing, if you don't want Dennis Allen around, I can tell you this right now: you better hope the Saints don't win the NFC South. Uh, you better hope they fall on their face, and then changes might be made. Because if they win the NFC South, then it, uh, oh, well, were we trending in the right direction and all that? Because I'm telling you, see, that's what Jimmy don't want to
3: hear. He don't want to hear that other part of it, because he thinks that's stroking.
4: Uh, the head coach in the team. No, that's not stroking it. Just where we're at. Uh, we're in, uh, we in, um, we in a situation right now where you never want to be because we're in la-la land. <laughs> yeah. We're not good enough. We're not bad enough. we are in kinda, purgatory. Uh, okay, right now, I'd say since we lost to the Falcons, I thought we were in the middle of the pack. Now we're in the bottom of the pack. So we're not uh, hovering around 15 or 16. Now we're around 20. What? That's the worst place. Either you got to be real bad like the Panthers, or you got to be good. Uh, real good like the 49. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, then you have a chance.
3: And man, you think it's bad here? Do talk show radio in Atlanta. Uh, and even after the game, man, there was, okay, we won, but who did we beat? Who did and, we and beat? How many more games are we going to win? Do something in Carolina. Oh, they tell you, where's are team in the NFL? Tampa Bay. Say they used to winning. Brady changed well, the
4: climate there. And now it's the same thing here in New Orleans well, as it, it is in Tampa. Well, you look at it, um, it looks straight to schedule. Right? Now, look at Atlanta. They even have a weaker schedule. Now that's hard to believe. Uh, than but than the true. Saints to close out the season. So the Falcons fans will be like, well, well, well okay, we won. Can we build upon that? Well, uh, the Saints, can we turn it around against the Lions? That would be a significant win if you beat a team like the Lions. But I'm telling you. The Lions got humbled Thanksgiving Day against Green Bay. Uh, the, I think Dan Campbell. Uh, going to the, have the, them ready. They're going to be ready. You know, uh, you know what I view what's going to happen in the Dome? And you might say, okay, we're playing a team that's up and coming with a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. Did you think we had a chance to beat Jacksonville?
3: No. I we, told you that from the start. We, nev- we,
4: we never led. So, uh, I could see that same scenario happen against Detroit. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I would not be surprised if that occurs. Yeah, I,
3: I agree with you totally on that. Uh, We're going go to go back to our Oakwood Hard Jewelers talking text line. Wayne and you all in Z's. Wayne, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. How you doing, fellas? All right, Wayne.
2: I got a few things to, to talk about. All uh, right. Mike, I listened to you this morning, and you said the mouthful, buddy about how we basically married to David Carr until he's next year. That's okay, right. So who that fans, I need to stop with all this all this rhetoric about getting rid of him even though he's terrible.
3: Yeah, it's okay. $35 million stop. you'd have to eat. Okay, come on. That's no right. team's going right. to do that. Uh, but it's pie That's in the right. sky. Let's get rid of everybody. There is some That's financial right. connections why you can't. Right. The,
4: the ramifications right. financially.
2: That's it. Right. Let, let me say what I got to say but I'm gonna hang on right quick. And another thing, Hill is my favorite player. Taysom Hill is a football player. That's my favorite player on the team right now. Okay? I got you. Now what made me what, Taysom, what made me mad more than anything is Taysom always build the Saints offense and defense out. And a Darg off defense couldn't even build him out yesterday. Okay? Against a quarterback that is probably like thirty or thirty two in the league. And I, I'm fifty I'm fifty eight years old. I've never seen a more advantageous for the Saints to have uh, success than, I ever see, than I've ever seen this year. Wayne, you're never going to see it again. I, 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 I got to say this, before I go. When I was in the Marine Corps, right, I was mad. I, I was mad at someone. And I, was, I had a fight. I had about three fights. I was in the Mediterranean <laughs> Sea, okay? I'm going to tell you exactly how the Saints, what the Saints mean to me, right? I took my radio. I went on the flight deck. I was on, on board USS Austin in 1987. Between 1987. <laughs> guess, and I turned it on the radio. Guess who it was on? The Saints versus Philadelphia.
4: Oh, God. You know well, it, game, it, 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 it was a good first half, not so much second Bobby said, half. Turn that off when the yeah. third quarter started. No, you, you, you yes, sir. Yes, sir. L- listen to I the first half.
2: <laughs> right. We lost. Well, the Saints mean so much to me. You know, I felt better. You know, I didn't get myself in trouble. And then I, I came I <laughs> spent my little money, and I came on for the playoff game to see us uh, play against Minnesota. But that's all I got for guys. Just all the right, fact that. And one more thing. We better not win this NFC South because we're going to have a 1st place schedule next year, and it's going to be even worse.
4: Okay, guys, I'm going to hang oh, up. Uh, I, I, I can tell you, we could be right now, because we win the NFC South uh, like Tampa Bay uh, did, and then all of a sudden you don't really do anything in the playoffs. You get to host a playoff game, so you throw the fans a bone. And then you but, get uh, clocked
5: by the Cowboys. But, but Mike,
4: I, I can tell you right now uh, that I, I would be shocked. If we win the NFC South and hosting a playoff game, that if next year uh, we win more than 500, we're better than 500. If we stay status quo. In other words, uh, it's going to be the same song and dance. And isn't it all about winning championships? Isn't it about, because we used to that, uh, or we always had hope with Drew Brees and Sean Payton. Isn't it about not all of a sudden being relative and just have a winning team. That was late 80s, early 90s. Oh, we were winning, and we end the postseason. Once you win a Super Bowl, you've got to be like the 49ers Eagles and the Cowgirls. And, uh, but, but think about the Cowgirls. It's been over a quarter of a century, and they're trying to be relevant. They're trying to be relevant. No, it gets to the point where now we have a winning team, but are we just want a winning team or do we want a championship team? That's a difference. There, there's a difference. We'll be back with more of the
3: second guest show live from the Silver Slipper Casino, beachside in Hancock County, Mississippi, right after this What's break. Up? Finishing up here at our number one of the second guest show, Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, live yeah. from the Silver Slipper Casino, beachside in Hancock County, Mississippi. Let's go back to our Oakwood Hard talking text line. Let's go to Hollywood and Thibodeau. Hollywood, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike.
5: Hey, Bobby, hey, Mike. How y'all making out? All right, brother. Hey, Bobby, let's talk about the defensive line. We ain't getting uh, enough pressure on the quarterback, and when we do get pressure on the quarterback, it looks like we can't tackle the quarterback, and, and he breaks containment, and he got a big truck you know, down the middle. And uh, we just don't finish the play. Something wrong with that defensive line. We got it especially in the middle with them two big signings that we signed in the all season. Man, doing much, and uh, Cam Jordan, he ain't doing much well, either. What's up with all that?
4: Well, as far as uh, getting after the quarterback, you know, you might look at the interior, we got to get more interior pressure, so we're not gonna, you know, um, uh, you know, take care of pay uh, uh David Onyemata, who goes to Atlanta, and then Shy Tuttle uh, goes to Carolina. But as far as uh, getting sacks, uh, when you look at Nathan Shepard. And Mike, where yeah, he, yeah, where, where he's at, and then um, who's and out? He's, of, he was disappointing because
3: watching him in training camp, man, you saw a really good athlete who could get up the field, nice uh, over under kind of moves to get around linemen. We haven't seen that in the regular season. We well, not seen
4: and, it. and then you look at uh, Colin Sanders. Uh, Saunders, uh, Mike, uh, I'm looking. Uh, he didn't even register anything. As far as tackles, assisted tackles, uh, whatever it might be sacks. No, we had no sacks, so we have not upgraded what we've done in the interior defensive line. And you might say, well, we got to play uh, better against the run. Well, I would say uh, that hasn't happened. And Mike I, I, I even brought that up—that how we have not played good against the run. Now, what do you think Atlanta is going to do to close out the season in 2024, early January? Again, I'm going to bring this up. Atlanta ran for 228 yards against the Saints. The most the Saints have given up this season. In fact, it was the most the Saints have given up uh, since last time they played Atlanta. 231 yards in Week 15 last year. And then when you double down, in fact, the Saints have now allowed... 200 yards rushing in the past three meetings with the Falcons. So uh, you think they're going to stop running the ball? Come on, Dennis Allen and, and the defensive line, linebackers. So they got three straight games that run for 200 yards. So they're not so, moving away from uh, that. So why are they going to stop we'll doing that? It doesn't matter who's the quarterback.
3: Right after this news break on the Big Seven.